the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There are many joyful things that are happening in our parish. Three that I can see right now. Joys often come in threes. Many things come in threes. The first is that our hierarch is coming next weekend. And this is a very joyful event because on the one hand, he doesn't travel a whole lot these days. So the fact that he wanted to come here into our parish and to see us is really a great joy. And furthermore, we'll actually have two hierarchs because our chancellor, His Grace Bishop Ioannis, will also be traveling with him. For Bishop Ioannis, this is his first time ever being in Oregon. So I'm sure you can give him a very warm Oregon welcome. It'll be a very joyful weekend. We'll have two hierarchs here at the throne. Other clergy, Father Theodore will be here. So I look forward to next weekend very much. Another joy that we have is that we'll all share Sunday evening together because it seems like virtually everyone in the parish is going to be able to come to the dinner on Sunday evening. Those of you who can't, I understand, whether for work or travel or whatever other reasons. However, it will be a very joyful event. We'll be celebrating together. We'll be looking forward to the future of our parish, the next 25 years. We'll have some Greek dancing as well. For those of you who don't know, don't worry, it's pretty easy. But it's a fun way to celebrate together. So many joys. Another joy that we had last weekend, the third that came to my mind, was that one of our parishioners went and was able to venerate the holy, wonder-working, miraculous icon, the myrrh-streaming icon from Hawaii. And that parishioner then was kind enough to cut into little swabs, cotton swabs, that she had uh, wiped with holy myrrh. And so last Sunday, many of you received little cotton swabs. If you didn't receive, please come and see me. This, this icon is an amazing icon. I have venerated the icon in person numerous times. Everywhere that I've lived, I've been able to venerate the icon until I moved to Oregon. Now it's been five years, and the icon has not come here. So the good news that I just received is that our parish will receive this icon sometime in the next year. So great joy indeed. Many miracles have come from that icon A miracle just in the last week occurred, I heard from a parishioner of ours. So there are many miracles from this icon. So we have a lot of joy in this, along with the the joyful relics that we've received in our parish. God is truly, truly blessing our parish. And I don't want you to take that lightly. Please do not take these things for granted, because these are great and incredible joys. If we have the eyes to see them and to hold that joy, and to look to God and ultimately to say to God, thank you, Lord, for all of these blessings. The blessings are a way in which we can remember that God loves us so very much. Because our God is not a stingy God. He's not a God who is like waiting to give us the thing only if we deserve it and only if we've done enough work for it. Rather, God is showering us with blessings all the time. And these are just the blessings we know of. How many times does it say in the prayers about blessings seen and unseen, known and unknown? Because there are even more blessings that we aren't even aware of or that our eyes are unable to see because of the darkness that we have that we're encountering or because of spiritual struggles. But God is always at work, 
always at work in our lives. So how do we respond to that? Well, St. Paul encourages us, and therefore so do I. St. Paul said, Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now is the time. This is what every single blessing reminds us. Now is the time. Not tomorrow, not later, not on some future date. Now is the time. Because God is always calling us to him, and we only have limited time. Our time is short. He continues to call us, to draw us forward with his blessings. There's a beautiful quote from Elder Emilianos. He says, When some urgent business compels you to drive somewhere quickly, you don't inspect the car to see if it's new or what sort of incidental feature it has, but what concerns you is getting to your destination. So it is with the saints who never deviate from their purpose. They are attached to nothing in the world. They love nothing in the world. They await only Christ, and he purifies them. He purifies their heart. You can imagine that. You need to get somewhere quickly. Are you going to stop and walk around the car, maybe open up the hood, see what's going on in the engine? No, you're just going to get in the car and go. The focus is the destination. This is what St. Paul is saying in his words in the epistle today. Our focus is the destination. Is it? Sometimes it's not for us. Sometimes our focus is other things, things that pass, things that have no meaning, no eternal meaning. So we have all these blessings because God is continually trying to remind us, now is the time. Now is the time. Our life could be a life of sustained love and peace and joy. Because what St. Paul describes in his epistle is what we as Christians must always have as our focus. Because the blessings that we receive from God, they can increase. They can increase exponentially. Such that our life is a life of continual joy and peace. Yes, that's very far from our current condition, I admit. But if we are like those saints, focused, focused upon our goal, more and more of those blessings come into our lives. More and more of God's love and of his peace come here. So how do we do this? St. Paul also describes that for us. It's called being a servant of God. He says, as servants of God, we commend as in we make ourselves worthy of our, our calling. We commend ourselves in every way, through great patience, by purity, by knowledge, forbearance, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love, or the Greek is more literally unhypocritical love, truthful speech, and the power of God. These are our tools for pursuing God. Our vehicle, again to use Elder Emilianos' image, our vehicle towards God are these things that St. Paul describes. All of these things that we know to be the weapons, the tools of the Christian life. But what result comes from that? St. Paul also describes. He says at the very end of the epistle, always rejoicing as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing everything. 
We can possess everything from God and through God, not from our own worldly pursuits, not from looking at the TV at what it tells us we need and should have. Everything we can have from God, everything that we need. And then all of these material things, they'll actually find the right meaning. Because if our focus is upon God, then all of the material things get sorted out in their right order instead of having it backwards where we focus all on the material and God is kind of the secondary thing in our life. So with all of the joy, with all of the blessings that we have coming to us, I pray that we each may have our focus on becoming truly a servant of God. We may hear St. Paul's words, now is the acceptable time. Now is the time. And every time that you have an awareness of the blessings of God, say to yourself once again, now is the time. Now is the time to pursue him because now is the time when I can continue to receive more and more and more blessings from God because this is his nature. This is what he wants to do to us. But we in our weakness sometimes turn away. May God give us this strength.